political commentator Ben Shapiro gets himself in a bit of hot water when he says that if you need to work two jobs to keep a roof over your head and food on the table, that's a you problem. Or did he really say that? And then we discuss famous porn star Mia Khalifa, well, former porn star, and her trying to build a life after porn. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, then go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, check out our merchandise, and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. A lot to get to today. So, Ben Shapiro... Mia Khalifa, two very different cultural figures, two very different ideologies, I'm sure, two very different ways of life, two very different histories. Yeah. Um, so we're going to kind of discuss a little bit today how history and your past and your decisions dictate your future. Both subjects kind of have to do with that a little bit. I think the Mia Khalifa one is a lot more loaded because we're even going to tie in an article that we just went over and then a question that you have for me based off of that article and then a video that Coach Red Pill put out recently. So oh, yeah. that 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 topic is kind of heavy. So while we take care of this Ben Shapiro stuff yep. and then we'll get into Mia Khalifa's life after porn and everything that comes along with that. To think that both of them are married, you know? No, I'm just, <laughs> Who? no, I'm just fucking with you. Mia no. Khalifa's engaged. No, she's engaged, yeah. Ben Shapiro's married. No, no, I was trying to make it seem like they were both married to each other. Imagine. Oh, oh I, damn, that imagine. That makes no How, sense. Nah, it, it would never be, which kind of ties into that article. Oh, Something yeah. Something like that would never be. Hell, yeah. Very interesting. So, yeah, it's a you problem if you have two jobs and you can't, you know, when you first heard that at face value, without all of the media spin on it, what was your take, your perception of it? I thought, well, wow, here's a man who understands the logical progression of how you get a good life. That's what I saw. And um, oversimplifying it, of course, because you when you... You didn't see it as a, as a bash to the poor or people no. struggling? No, not at all. I feel I feel uh, the way I remember when we went to, and I think honestly, it's even in his book, uh, Jordan Peterson's book, um, the antidote to chaos, which is like the fact that we aren't like in a place of struggle and like fighting to live is a miracle in, in and, and of, of itself. itself yeah. yeah, it's 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 nuts. Like think about that for a second. We're, we live in a society where a lot of problems in other places, shit, in, in, in centuries past, like, it's just non-existent. Yeah. You know? 
it's just, just think about that. Relet that shit marinate, and then, and then, with all that marinating, here comes uh, the next question, which is, if you have two jobs and you're barely making ends meet, what do you think would be an appropriate response to that? What would you do? Me personally, you're yeah. asking? Yeah. And so that's really a question for everyone. But so, so you're asking me if I have two jobs and I couldn't make ends meet, what would I do? Yes. Well, how would you okay. go about it? It's funny because at work we had a conversation recently, not about this, but about, about credit card debt. And somebody was asked a question. I wasn't asked this, but I I was there for the answer, and I found the answer sort of amusing. Even I'm about to give an answer. This person didn't give an answer. All they said was they would never get themselves in credit card debt. So I have to give that same caveat with this and say that I would never get myself to a position where I couldn't make ends meet. Unless something like unfortunate, god-awful, catastrophic, but... I'm very conscientious of the financial decisions I make. I'm very conscientious of, can I afford something? Can I not afford something? And I mean, you yourself personally have seen me in that mode where like, you know, I might've just invested or did something. And, no, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm, I, I restrict myself and it is what it is. I also am a firm believer. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids or anything like that. But I am a firm believer in the concept of family. And so if we truly are indeed a family, then you understand that in this time frame, we can't buy this or we can't do that. And so I'd be very much on that. So obviously I'd maintain to be able to make ends meet. But obviously if it's a struggle certain extra things are just out of the picture it just is what it is so that's why i say that i would not be in that position now if somehow i was in that position i would either take on more work cut expenses so i would either either make more money cut down expenses or a combination of both cut down expenses and make more money if I can't make more money in the current job that I have, like asking for a raise or whatever, yeah. I'd go look for another job. Mm. If I have to cut expenses down so much where I have to actually go to school to get some new skills to get a better job, yeah. I would do that. I would do whatever I had to do to make more money, to make ends meet, so to speak, yeah. but also understanding that there's a whole equation attached to it, and sometimes it also means cutting back. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. So I would either take on more work, do what I can to get paid more, yeah, or I would cut back. I see. This is an individual making conscious decisions on how to fix the situation of having two employers, being an employee for two jobs, um, and trying to fix it. That's an individual issue, right? Like right. because that sounds like a me problem. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you know, 
I might not have the same car that you have or I might not have the same house that you have or the same shoes. So I think that that's what he meant. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, if you put two people that have two jobs that are making ends meet, they'll have to have two different responses depending on what their life, what choices they've made, what they have. What's and important to them, their value system. Like, for instance, yeah. there's some people that the, you know, shit kicks off, the new sneakers got to go. In fact, the sneakers that I already purchased, they're probably selling it. This is getting sold. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. We're cutting back. Then there's some people that, oh, no, like, I can't, me and my family, we can't do without. So they they extrapolate their work. All right, well, I got to get another job. I got to do this. I got to do that. Those are two different responses Yeah. right there. So it, I guess the response is more so based off of your value system and what's important to to you and your legacy and your family. Yeah. What I will say, though, is economically speaking, there are some things, some alternatives that are better than others. So you have to you have to be conscientious of that. Like, for instance, and I, I've talked to plenty of people about this. I don't think it's very advantageous, wise or healthy to have to work so much just to maintain yeah. the minimum. Like if yeah. I feel like that's a problem, like if if you have to work so, so hard just to like maintain the basics, you're kind of already in a hole and like not not a very good one. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think there's any hole that's 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 like good to be in, you know, philosophically speaking. But but especially when it comes to finances. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing to always look at. Like I kind of always believed in extra work should equal extra benefits. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's just sort of my take on it. And then that's where financial savviness and and uh being wise in that in that field comes in because it's like if you have so much in credit card debt and then your interest your interest rate is so much you got to look and be like damn i'm working so much so many days so many hours just to pay off the interest rate of this card yeah something like invisible shit i'm getting absolutely no benefit from it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, that's yeah. that's a little bit for me, when I see stuff like that, I find that a little bit scary. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, this idea that I'm paying something to get nothing? Yeah. Nah, I don't feel I don't feel good about that. Typically speaking, I want somebody else or something else to pay something yeah. to get nothing. Like, for instance, if, like, we're talking properties, yes, you know, when you take out the loan or whatever, there's an interest rate on it. But yeah. if you're talking about a property that's paying for itself, a business that's paying for itself, yes, that interest that you have to pay into, yeah. it, it really is nothing. You're paying for nothing, really. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not paying for it. Something else is paying for it. So exactly. that's why, that's why um, financial literacy is important. Now... Another thing Ben Shapiro was saying, and I also wholeheartedly agree with, is that a lot of times people work multiple jobs, which I was kind of alluding to just now, 
to get ahead. He yeah. was saying how at one point he worked five jobs. Yeah. He was he was the editor in chief over at Breitbart. He was or he was an editor at Breitbart, editor in chief at Daily Wire. He had two radio shows and his podcast. Yeah. Five fucking jobs. Yeah, that's that's and, and we've we've talked and, about Charlemagne and, the God and his schedule. Yeah. To just maintain the productivity. This is tough, man. Yeah, but then these are also guys that are like work working extra to obtain extra. Like, look yeah. at how much Charlemagne has grown in the last few years. Yeah. Look at how much Ben Shapiro has grown in the last few years. Yeah. So it's not like it's not for nothing. This is right. It's not like working extra to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. This is like working extra to like you're building a name for yourself. That's yeah. like it's very different. It's taking out of it's also taken out of context in the in in, in the sense that. Yeah, that comment could be a stupid comment if you're talking about, let's say, for example, Chicago politics, where it's tax, 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 as a shit. What are you critiquing at this point? And that is, and that's kind of great that you brought that up because th- that kind of goes back to the point that I was saying about if you have to work extra just to maintain. Yeah. There is a little bit of a caveat to that because if the government is steadily imposing more and more yeah. useless, worthless, nothing as burdens on you like taxes, yeah. well then no, at that point it's not that you're not working hard enough. Yeah. It's that these fucking clowns are are adding shit that like wasn't like budgeted. I don't like people people that get into into financial trouble because of poor financial decisions my heart goes out to them like i feel for them and you know i i i I feel like it's fucked up but the people that get into poor financial situations because the government has imposed bullshit no there it's not that they did anything wrong you're you're choking motherfuckers to death like this is a totally different thing like if if a household and a lot of retirees experience this. They retire. They're on a fixed income. They have their taxes. They have their utilities. They have their dog. They got to pay their dog food. Like all the little things that they have to have their nice little life because they want to be independent. Yeah. They don't want to live with their kids or be a burden on anybody. And then the government, oh, hey, your taxes just went up. Oh, hey, your taxes just went up. And yeah, Back sure. taxes. Huh? That's a new thing I, I experienced I didn't see coming. That shit was like a fucking one of those what? Uh, those sleeper punches, back taxes. Yeah. God damn, I'm paying like two two to three hundred dollars in back taxes because taxes were raised so high last year that when it was included this year, it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're behind by like two thousand, so we need to up it. I'm like, What? Yeah, that's whole fucking. So I started ridiculous. asking, and, and and that's that's a common thing. It's a thing in Chicago. And then to further it, three hundred. You have to question, like what and what are you getting out of it? Another empty ass fucking thing like interest. <laughs> like at least interest. At some point, it shows the financial institutions that you're that you you're you're responsible, so you could get some benefit out of that. Yeah. Taxes, absolutely no benefit. No, no. And so, and and the thing is, we're not even sitting here saying that. Oh, well, eliminate all taxes. Nobody's yeah. like saying that or advocating that. But if you look at what you pay in property taxes, you look at what you pay in your check, your income taxes. You look at the taxes you pay when you go to the store, when you put gas. 
if one day somebody just sat, just the average individual person sat and added all that shit up, how much fucking money is that? Oh, God. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And then you think, for what? Yeah. For what? Just, man, pay that shit. Don't worry about it. Don't and, worry about the the schematics of all this shit. Just and, pay and it. And that, that's what I find upsetting. Yeah. So when Ben Shapiro says, you know, that's a you problem, yes, it is a you problem if these are situations that you've gotten yourself into, or it's also a you problem if you're trying to grow and put yourself on a different, higher platform. And we've discussed but it, this. I don't... But I don't, it's not a you problem if the government just keeps trying to rape you. No, yeah. that's not your fault. But, but, this is what I'm talking about, that we discussed this. We've talked about red flags over red flags over red flags. The average car note, what is it, 5, 550? Uh, yeah, it's over 550. Yeah, 550, yeah. God damn, the the article well, that you sent me. Well, the that's other some day. shit that you're creating at that point. Exactly, and that's where the you problem becomes a, a thing. Okay, you have astronomical an, an astronomical mortgage, an astronomical car. Um, you and again, I understand if you want to live and, and and enjoy things, but what's realistic, what's not. Okay, then you have a Hulu account, then you have a Netflix account, then you have an HBO account, then you have Amazon Prime, then you have um shit fucking cable um internet is i think more so a necessity now so i can't count that but uh but then you have uh you use uh uber you do this you do, you, you gotta start looking at okay what my money's going everywhere yeah. you're paying your 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 iphone so okay hold on what can i what don't i need at this point and that's something that i i, I always find very annoying us coming from the hood why the fuck were kids our age why do they have the new 11s why we're, we're why we can't afford that shit stop don't worry about shoes get the fucking rebound that's one thing that might i used to hate this so bad i used to ask my my, my parents man i want the new uh, jordans or this and all i got was fucking reebok or fucking Averex. Averex. That's the, that was a fake Air, Air Force One. I remember your Averex. Yeah. And God, I was like, shit, I'll take it. They were fucking hideous. <laughs> I was you like, had, you had those, it. like, they were like white and brown ones, remember? Yeah, that? it was the white with the, like, the steak print. God I was like, shit, damn. this is the closest I'll ever get. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. Well, back then we thought that way, like, that yeah. would be the closest we would ever get. Because you yeah. don't, you know, obviously you're not working, you don't realize. But then how many kids in the school had the new 11s? And, oh, yeah. and, and for people that aren't, like, big on shoes... The Jordan, Jordan, uh, they, I mean, when was it? When was the, I think 1985 was the first Jordan, which was Jordan, for the one. That's Jordan 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 11. Now it's like at 32. So the Jordan 11s are, are very coveted shoes yeah. in general. The 11s, the 13s, the... The ones don't get that much love. Some some, some of them. Uh, ones get love. Yeah. Like, it's some, like, some people... Aren't as big on them, but yeah. but they get love. But then the people who are real fanatics are the ones that are like yeah, real super big fans. Fanatic. So you know, everyone has their preference. But but again, the Elevens that was like the end all be all. Yeah, and and, and there like was the Space Jam, like it, it, there was a lot of culture to that shoe. Yeah, and it's like shit. You know what the fuck? Kids have these. Why can't I? But like 
that was something that my, my, my dad would always explain. Listen, your ass is living good. Don't worry about these shoes. I, I'm paying for this. And then, like, you know what we would do? They would try and fucking take little trips. M- maybe it wasn't, like, to some fucking resort, but, like, we were at least traveling. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin Dells or some shit. He's like, yeah, see? This is why we do it. Ergo, you could, yeah. getting more culture, more experience that mm-hmm. probably helped to get you to a place where you were propelled where now you're able to get your own fucking 11s and oh, not yeah. even think twice about it. Yeah. Like like a line that you said that I should use, which I thought was a great-ass line in, in a rap, is like, uh, I got enough money to have a shoe problem and it not be a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, yeah. I thought about that, and it like it really does speak volumes to the men that we've sort of grown up to be, yeah. where it's just like, yeah, you know, it's a different situation. It's a different position. And you are glad looking back that it's just like you you were like, damn, okay, I see why yeah. there were certain times this couldn't be or that couldn't be. And to be quite honest, there will probably be other times in life that yeah. there that you can't do certain things because you invested some money and you're in the mix and you're grinding and this and that. Yeah. One thing that I see a lot of uh, businessmen say is that money comes and money goes. And I tend to believe that to be true. Like there are times where like the money is flowing. Things are nice, man. I could do this. I could take a trip. Should I could take a trip and spend this much money and it's flowing. And then it's just like, God damn. What happened? Help. Please help. (laughs) But it's because, like, but as long as that please help moment is for something productive and towards the future. (coughs) If that please help moment is because you just bought, like, some fucking ridiculously priced car or some ridiculously priced jewelry or just some ridiculously priced anything. Well, no, that's just that's just not not wise. And the thing to me is, is the fact that like you could probably have that ridiculously like nice car. Just make sure that you first invest, and you could actually buy that no problem. You know what I mean? Like, you could you could live good. You could you could live like r- better than most. But, but but you know yeah, yeah. better than most. But you know what I realize about like the whole ridiculously priced car and all of that stuff. And this kind of ties into a segment that we've had many episodes ago, but something that will be um, resurrected in the future on some stuff we're working on. It ties back to the right type of flex. Yeah. I notice that a lot of motherfuckers with like money, money, and I'm not talking about like the athletes or celebrities because athletes and celebrities... I don't take anything away from them. Kudos. They worked hard to get to where they're at. It's a different type of work, though. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, look at me type of work. I'm talking about the motherfuckers behind the scenes that, like, cut those motherfuckers their check. And other people, you notice that those people, like, all of that shit is not really that important to them. Like, they drive, like, fucking Honda Accords and, and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not... Their mind is sort of yeah. elevated past the point of, like, yeah, yeah. rims and cars. and y- Even if yeah, you notice, whatever. even Jay-Z now that he's on a higher level, 
he don't really talk about cars anymore. Like he was never into rims, but yeah. he don't really talk about cars. He's talking about like paintings now. Yeah. Like it's like a elevated mindset. Who's trying to buy the NFL? You know what I'm Come saying? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a different it's a different thing. So I I just kind of felt like I had to say that to piggyback off of the whole thing like, yes, you're right if you do want that car, but a lot of times you do find that like as you sacrifice and you yeah. put money into things and, and you're working and you're grinding, you start to like tell yourself like, is this car like really like for me or is it to like for others to look at me? Because yeah. I don't even get to see myself driving the car. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's like little things. Now granted, I, I understand I'm also want a nice car and stuff like that, but it's just something to be thought about. Exactly. I, I would say to put some thought into it. And, and it's, a, it's a hole that, that you could start falling into where it becomes this thing which is oh that's a you problem oh really ben shapiro really there's yeah, people out here struggling and that falls into the whole um, uh like what is a victim mentality yeah. you know and 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 blaming s- structures on why you know societal structures on why i'm not where i want to be and the and, whole segment really stemmed from him commenting on Kamala Harris and something that she was talking about in reference to the government solving people's financial problems. This whole, hey, the government is going to give you this much money a month. Hey, the government is going to take care of your student debts. Hey, this, hey, that. And dude is like, no, that's a you problem. It's not the government's problem. Yeah. And it really isn't. For instance, we were just the other day, very briefly, at a at a at a friend's house, and uh, he was talking about how, and he was very honest about it. And you know, I respect the honesty. Obviously, I challenged the notion, but he was very pro having like a student loan debt bailout or like some Bernie Sanders type shit. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, you would like that? And he's like, yeah. And then he was like, you know, jokingly and stuff. He's like, man, you know, a motherfucker made some mistakes, this yeah. and that. All right. Oh, crazy. I fucking missed it. Yeah. When he said that, because it, we were also talking about the thing that we're going to talk about later in like the whole Mia Khalifa thing. Yeah. And his rhetoric on Mia Khalifa was less forgiving about her mistakes. But the, I, I never brought up the hypocrisy. So it's like you want a motherfucker to bail you out of your mistake of your student loans. But she can't get bailed out of hers. But she can't get bailed out of hers. And see, I never, I didn't even think about it then. I yeah, feel you just so had stupid. a moment of, of revelation. Yeah, a moment of enlightenment. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I missed it. But yeah. but yeah, because we were talking about the student loan thing first, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe after, I don't know. But but then, then you know, we were talking about the whole Mia Khalifa thing also, and he was less forgiving about her past and it's good that you brought that up because today when, when we were discussing what we were going to talk about that's what we were talking about nishi yeah and how how like a lot of people they put their beliefs and obviously in today's society more so in, in like they're 110 percent just this is what i believe and this is what i'm about into ideologies that the man has created. So politics, for example. Oh, I'm so right. I'm so Republican. Oh, I'm so Democrat. I'm so Democrat. And it, it it's like 
you fail to realize things like that, like what you just said, the hypocrisy behind things. It's like sometimes, and we know this because like we see this in, in politics all the time. You paint yourself in a in a kind of in a corner, yeah. Because like, oh, well, because you have to believe that you have to believe that because the, the people this is what they want you to believe, mm-hmm. so you have to believe that. And maybe you might not agree with it. And it's there's some liberating about just kind of marching to the tune of your own, uh, you know, beat. Yeah. Like, listen, y'all may rock with that shit, and 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 I want you guys to vote for me, but this is not what I'm about. Yeah. You know, and 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 it's so, it's a lot harder, obviously, for politicians to talk like that. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that because over the weekend we were watching this video. It's actually a good video. I recommend anybody listening to you know when you get a chance take a look at it. It's an old video. It's from 2015. And it's when Chris Christie was the governor of New Jersey, and he was having a town hall yeah. with the, some teachers. Yeah. And a teacher got up sort of aggressively, and she asked him a question about teacher benefits and pensions. Okay. And he said, me and, and, and one of the coworkers we were watching it with just like jumped up because him and I have been having this conversation for quite some time about how we feel pensions are unsustainable and i really do and i always tell people that are close to me close friends if you if you're young if you're on the verge of retirement then you probably don't have much to worry about but if you're young in a job and like you have like over 10 years left to go in that job and you're planning on collecting a pension in my heart of hearts, <laughs> I have to tell you that it's probably not a wise thing to rely solely on your older elderly age in retirement on that. Yeah. Only because it's probably pretty unsustainable even at the point that we're at now. So going forward, I'd imagine it's just going to get more and more volatile. Yeah. And you said, you know, you were mentioning politicians and like, Wanting to, you know, how it's hard for politicians to sort of give the truth and yet still appease the public. And that's what Chris Christie was doing. He's like, you know, I want to come in this room and tell you guys good news. He's like, but I can't. And he's like, I want to lie to you, but I can't. (laughs) And also, he's like, and I'll be honest with you. I'm here trying to fix the problem because by the time this problem affects you, He's like, I'll be long gone, and I'll be honest with you, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. This is really about you. The pension system, the way that it's going, is unsustainable. He's like, and he broke it down. He's like, we have to add $3 billion a year for every year going forward in taxes. He's like, that's not sustainable. People are going to be working for 80% taxes. Like, imagine your check getting taxed at 80 fucking percent. Imagine your property taxes. Like, imagine the craziness yeah. that comes along with that to pay some of these pensions. So you're giving in to the government. They own you now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, and so he was saying that, and so he was saying that under his plan, that when that he was working on at the time, that he his, he's essentially trying to save the pensions, but like a lot of other benefits are getting cut. Yeah. 
that's the thing. Like if that could, that is a very logical thing because for too long, government is being like, all right, we got to handle this pension, tax this. We got to handle this pension, tax that. We got to handle this, tax this, tax that. Then they're even, you see, they're even, even taking steps like with some of these tier two pensions where now you got to be much older. The next step after that is just phasing it out altogether. And then they might tell, tell the people that have paid into it. Listen, we're going to cut you a check for half of what you put in or a quarter of what you put in. Sorry, like kick rocks. Like there's nothing we could do. Hope like fucking happy trails. And in a way that's good because that's like a lot less government responsibility things that they, cause it's all a bunch of shit that they really need not be involved in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you say that because in the book and, and the reason why all this is on my mind is I've been, uh, I've been reading more into, uh, everything is fucked. The Mark Manson book. And in that book, you know, uh, he talks about when Nishi, he considers Western civilization, like, you know, the, uh, or Western society, more of a slave morality and at first i was like hmm like it, it based on that um and and basically slave mentality you yeah mean. well no yeah. the way he he it's s- slave morality mas- yeah master morality and slave morality which is it, it, essentially what he's trying to get at is the mentality in which the politics go um and at first i was like really I don't really see it. I don't really see it. And then you start comparing it to like back when shit was more so barbaric, more Darwinistic. Mm-hmm. And this is more like help, help, help the next person, help the next person type of thing. And, and, and I think that that was the government's play on, on, oh, social security. Oh, benefits. Oh, this, oh, that. And they start adding, 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 adding to the point where it's like it puts it's good but then but then just the corruption of it i think see the thing is i think that stuff is good temporarily yeah like i i i'm all for and i mean anybody who knows us that knows me that knows you knows that like we will give a helping hand like we will i have there's times that i've lent money there's time I've just given money like and now see the person in, in need and it really a situation and a need that like I didn't cause or anything yeah. like that. And I'll be like, you know what? Like, I got you like, boom, yeah. I get that. But I think that's more on like the like the individual I don't think I don't really necessarily see how the government should have any role in that. Well, I feel like the government should be pretty emotionless when it comes to those things for the benefit of everybody. You know how like the law, like when it comes to the law and and if a person is guilty or whatever, it's based off of the the evidence and like you're supposed to take emotion out of it. Like Lady Justice is like blind with the scale. Like it's pretty much like what weighs more emotion is totally out of it. Yeah. I think the government should operate like that. Like, listen, this is not our, this is not our place. This is not... This is not what we're supposed to do. This is not our function. Especially when they're touching that, you know? Supposedly this was all sacred. Oh, you don't touch this money. But it's being... But then the government's spending so much that then it becomes a problem. Yeah. Oh, shit, we can't pay this. Oh, really? (laughs) You know? 
And see, we, we're looking at it realistically, and we kind of understand, like, okay, you have a pension, and, and you're what? In your, in your late 20s, early 30s, you're probably not going to see it. You're definitely not going to see the Social Security. So why not just, oh, keep more money, and you do what you will with it. Get yes. your 401k, get your Roth IRA, get your other IRA, get your whatever the fuck you're going to get. And just teach that as, like you said, it would be much more of an individual situation. Yeah. You know, and it's like more so to each their own. Of course, be wise with it. Don't be, but see, this is the thing. Then there's the the, the, the dummy that's going to be like, oh, well, shit, now we ain't paying into Social Security. Fuck it. Well, somebody, when we were having that discussion, oh, somebody did bring that up. They were like, you know, it's easy for you to say because you invest, but... But others don't invest. No, no, he wasn't saying it in a bad way. He wasn't saying it because your face you just made. No, yeah. like this person, he, they weren't saying it in a bad way. What they were saying, which is a very valid point, he's like, in order for that idea that you're trying to express and and the the suggestion that you're trying to make in order for people to 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 undergo, he's like, that's like a culture, not a culture. That's like a generational way. And and it is true. Like it would probably take about a generation for that to take hold. But that's where like that the whole Darwinism thing comes in. Is like all debts get paid either on the front end or on the back end. Yeah. And like I some people perish. I mean, I don't yeah. like I hate to say it that way, but there's just kind of It how, just is what it is. And essentially, like, well, what do you want? This is nature. Yeah. Like We've we've done a good enough job to have a civil society, but there, there's just problems are going to be problems. Yeah, you know, like that's just well, I can't stop what happens after we podcast today, and shit. Oh, I got in a car accident. Now I got fucking both legs broken. Shit. Oh, I I need to get money for you know what I'm saying. Like it's a, these are all situations that cost. And well, what am I gonna do? Yeah, like what fuck. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta drive, you know, like, so I, I completely understand. It's not that we're being heartless; it's more so that we're looking at things for what they are. The reality yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. And it's just, I mean, and, and, and to and to be real, it's just like what I said before. We look at things before. I mean, people get in an uproar for cockfights and 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 bull the the fucking uh the the Spaniard shit with the bulls. Yeah, you know. And I don't think it's right. I, I don't. I don't agree with it. But it's like that used to be the norm. Yeah, motherfuckers like they used to be savages, in, in, to an extent to to people today. And it's like, well, the more and more we buy into the fact that everyone wins, it's like, well, no. Well, and not. and and it's nice that we have a society where we've advanced and we're a little bit or a lot more sophisticated. But you'll never out sophisticate nature. Exactly. You'll never really out sophisticate it. You'll never out sophisticate the laws that if you spend more money than you bring in, yeah. no amount of sophistication <laughs> is gonna is gonna like get you out of that shit. Yeah. Maybe the level of sophistication can get you a, a good job or a gig or a business where you can make more money, but the truth of the matter is if more money gets spent than gets brought in, there's really nothing that like any level of sophistication yeah. can do about that. And so, yeah, I mean, it just, it just is what it is. And there's just things that, that are some holes that are too deep Yeah. sometimes. And, and so 
You have to maneuver in a way where, where you're very conscious and conscientious about, you know. And and we were talking about this, what, yesterday, I think? How, like, we we tend to think future, future, future. And, I mean, you know, I understand sometimes when you're so stuck in the future, you, you might not enjoy everything in the present, but you have to find a good balance of just being aware of it. See, that is that is a, an interesting thing, because I I find myself asking that. Like I'll be like, man, because I am so future orientated, yeah. do I not enjoy the present, or as or do I not enjoy the present as much as I could? And I guess it depends on how you look at it. Because I do enjoy investing in the future. Like, I enjoy, you know, my endeavors that, like, kind of help propel me to the future. But also, I look at it, and then I look around, and I'm like, my present is better than a lot of people's present. So, how could... And they're they're living it the fuck up, by all accounts. So, it's sort of weird it's sort of weird but then it's it's one of those things where it's just like well because the standard is different your minimum yeah your minimum is already you're at a point where your minimum is some people's maximums yeah so it's like yeah well like i'm at i'm at minimum minimum speed right now my max speed is going towards the future but I've done so good previous to this that even my minimum is better than a lot of people's maximums. Yeah. Like, 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 I'll put it to you like this. Jeff Bezos right now or Bill Gates or Zuckerberg or Tim Cook, whoever the fuck you, you want to you wanna bring up, they'll Jay-Z. They'll shoot themselves dead if, they, if, if, if their bank account looked like mine. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. In they probably in one day, in an hour, maybe could spend like our like our we're net worth. Be like and not, and not even think twice about it. Be like, oh yeah, honey, do you want that? Okay, yeah, my wife would like that. Yeah, boom, that's it. And that's like to them, that's probably their minimum. That's like, oh yeah, we're about to go buy this fucking house or whatever the fuck. But that's my point. Yeah. But yet they're probably building and working towards some shit that like they won't even get to enjoy. Their kids will enjoy. Yeah, they won't even get to see it. Shit, you, and we're enjoying. You you get so th- so that's my point is like it, it's a matter of it's a matter of perception, and then it's also a matter of like what you find enjoyable because I don't like that whole YOLO FOMO shit. That that doesn't even uh, affect me. A lot of times I'll be on Snapchat and I'll see like. Oh, my motherfucker's out on a Saturday night or whatever. And I'm like, man, that shit doesn't look appealing to me at all. Now, sometimes I'll see, like, if it's a group of close friends, they're having, like, a movie night or doing something badass or, like, a camp out, telling stories, talking politics. That's my type of shit. I'll be like, damn, I missed out on that. Like, but the the average basic shit, I'm like, "Uh, I don't feel like I missed anything. So that's my point is sometimes you might be at a level where your minimum is already better than some people's maximums and then you have to ask yourself like am i missing out like am i really not enjoying myself as much as i could because by all accounts i'm enjoying myself far better than other people i'm a lot healthier more than other people i have better friendships i have better relationships 
you know, I actually look forward to getting up and working my work week. I actually look forward to like my life perspective. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is a, a very, very interesting perspective. And then what I was saying before uh, about like some people are, are in such bad holes that they'll never get out of that all they could really hope is that like their kids don't follow that. Like they're such, it's so bad that like just hope like the other generations don't follow that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I seen this thing, it was funny, this this is like a, a, fucking a, own. It was like a red pill video recently and the guy pretty much said this was some sad ass shit. I don't, I, I don't even wish this shit on my worst enemy. He said, he told the guy that was doing the videos, he was like a, 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 like a, he sent him an email or a letter or whatever the case. And he was like, I know that pretty much my life is over. He's like, I'm married to like, and dude was like in his mid thirties. It was sad. He's like, I'm married to like a horrible woman. He's like, but I'm such in a bad place that if I were to divorce her, it would just make my situation that much worse. God damn. Holy he's shit. like I, i'll be broke or whatever he's like so i gotta stick it out with her it is what it is all i am all i can hope is that like your message and your videos like help my chip my sons and like the future generation. like so pretty much dude is like because not all holes are financial you know what i'm saying yeah yeah by the way he sounded i imagine he's in some sort of a financial hole too no but not all holes are financial but but he was pretty much saying that he, wherever he is, this hole that he's in, all he can hope for is that like the next generation is like does better than he did because he's yeah. fucked. Yeah, crazy. God damn. Yeah, that's that's when you know it's over. And that's you know the cold hearted truth sometimes can hurt a lot. Yeah, and it, <laughs> there's sometimes I wonder if like some people are in such bad situations that maybe they shouldn't know the truth. But no, I, yeah. I, it's easier to say it, but no, I always feel like the truth is better than not knowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that shit is, is, is nuts. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this is perfect for the Mia Khalifa thing, the yeah. cold-hearted truth. The cold-hearted <laughs> truth and being in a hole because essentially that's where she's at, where it seems to be career-wise. So, I mean, I'd imagine... Most of the people listening know who Mia Khalifa is, but if you don't, she is a former porn star, uh, uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah. I think she's from Lebanon originally. Obviously, she's an American citizen now. She's got uh, big knockers. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking humongous. <laughs> you know, actually, like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when we did the episode, didn't, didn't like, a hockey puck... Yeah. Hit her titty? Yeah, yeah, we... Exploded? Oh, yeah, 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 we did yeah, talk we about, that. about that. Yeah, That's pretty fucked up. And then, and then remember when she went to interview about her tick getting busted, that uh, like somebody who called in, or no, it was the the the, the radio host. Oh yeah, the radio that, host that was... brought up the fact that she was a porn star or a former porn star. And she lost her shit. Yeah, she was like, well, you know what I'm saying. And and so, and she talks about that in this new interview, this the tell all, uh, where. She's talking about how she she feels like she could have handled herself better in that situation. She said that she was off like a lot of meds because she just had the surgery or whatever. And she didn't like the fact that like dude came at her that way. And she also tried to spew some shit about her being more famous in sports broadcasting than that guy. No. I can't really speak to that. I don't really know much about that guy, but I don't oh, know. Oh, than that guy. Uh, 
Yeah, but I don't know her like for much sports broadcasting. Period. Like you know, I know she's out there in that world, but it's like more niche internet. She, she's not like on ESPN or anything oh, like no. that. No. Now, uh, me and Big Vince, we were having a little bit of a conversation about it at at Neil's house, and he was saying how he could see how that could hurt her well let me finish the backstory and then we'll get into it okay. so pretty much in this interview she said that in her tenure in porn she only made twelve thousand dollars which is crazy but i haven't really seen anybody come out to refute that so i'm i'm taking it as that's probably true at face value yeah. um which is wild as fuck for as like widespread and popular as she she still is to this day yeah for to have only made twelve thousand dollars, so that means that the porn industry on the business side, they're very smart about how they do things. Yeah. Because like she's racking up, I don't know, I think close to billions of views, and she only made twelve thousand dollars. That means they got their business she, shit on lock. She ain't get, they don't get royalties. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna so, pay you up front. Yeah. And then everything else is ours. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're like we own the imagery, the video, like everything. Nope. I guess the only thing they have they don't own is the name because she still goes by the name which some people have a problem with because yeah. they perceive the whole thing as oh well this is woe is me but why are you still using the porn name exactly at, you know to your platform and whatnot which is an, a, cor- a correct assumption to me it's like shit why live by the name that you supposedly you don't you hate yeah or you hate or everything the image that's behind a, it yeah so what so and then so and she's saying that it's been very hard for her because of that to jump into sports broadcasting which is the field that she wants to advance in and then me and big vince were talking about it briefly and he was saying how he could see a lot of political backlash behind the scenes because imagine imagine we're sports analysts and we're on a panel right we're on a panel and it's like a guy versus girls panel. Me and you versus two girls. One of them happens to be Mia Khalifa. And like we're on some like sports shit. We're talking about man, Mayweather. Who if 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 they could go if if there was a time machine that Mayweather could fight Muhammad Ali, who would win? Or who's better, Payne Manning or Tom Brady? Like some of the great debates that we've had with our friends yeah. about sports. And then. All people are going to be saying, commenting about that shit is like, oh, well, somebody stick a dick in this bitch's mouth already, this and that. Like, all the, like... Yeah, knowing the internet. The craziness that's going to come with it. And I could see uh, 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 producers being like, listen, like, you're, you know, you're professional. You're We get what you're trying to do, but it's just not... You're just bringing us too much negative attention. Yo, I sucked one dick too many. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but, but like, it, it is hard. It, it's going to be fucked up on your image. And, and it's something that, like, you have to really... I think something that women battle with a lot, the situation of, like, your decision-making. I don't I don't see this so much in... in, in I mean, you see this in any individual, but you see this more with women in modern society. Modern, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I got something to say about it, but go ahead. It is, I feel that it's a lot of bitching and moaning for what you wanted. And let me put it in, put it in perspective. I understand uh, now women are more career-oriented. And, and listen, if you want to do this, go ahead. Be about it. But please stop with this woe is me. Oh, I don't... I don't have a family and this, this, and that. And, and now I'm, you know, f- 45 years old and 
I don't, I don't even have a, a man. The regret sets in. Y- yeah, exactly. Like you seen you seen the chick that I guess she was a writer for Sex in the City. She recently came out and said that like she regrets like not of having a family, not having kids, and anything like that. Exactly, and, th- and that's, and that's a- crazy because the shit that she perpetuated in her writing was a bunch of metropolitan bitches like fucking everybody. Yes, and and that's to me, and and to me that's true. That's the essence of what is true and what is not. Because you look at it and you see that and it's like, oh, damn, I'm all about it. I'm independent. I'm this and that, this and that. But like, and and your nature is hidden back at you at a certain age. Because this is where honesty sets in. Who has more value in the sexual marketplace, a 50-year-old man or a 50-year-old woman? Oh, 50-year-old man. They say say we're men. This is out of 10 times. Tim Pool just did just did a, a video about the skyrocketing suicide rate of men and young boys. It, it's just getting like crazy, crazy, crazy. And you see how some of these young boys live and like the shit that they're on. And you could see how it could be like a, a thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And my heart goes out to them. My prayers goes out, go, goes out to them because they're going through or they're experiencing shit that we never went through. And, like, that's just the reality of it. Like, we had friends. We went outside. Like, it's just a different world. And even when, you know, the world hit back at you, like, the girl you like doesn't like you or you get in a fight or whatever. Like, you had your boys. Like, it's, like, a different thing. Yeah. Some of the stuff some of these young kids are going through, boys particularly, I just really don't understand it. Yeah. And, like, my heart really does go out to them. So, anyway without and and for any parents that are listening to this just keep that in mind so um in the article he's also talking about how what's happening is because the like you said the sexual marketplace for women is so prominent when they're younger yeah that a lot of boys young boys young men they feel sort of ostracized because it's like, damn, like this guy, he's getting all these girls or these girls get the pick of the litter or they get to do whatever they want. But, and like that's what he was trying to say in the video, is that it gets better. See, like you're not realizing the economics of it. You're not realizing that, yes, that girl that you like that's like with the football player or the girl that you like that's with this guy or the girl that you like that's with every fucking guy except you. Yeah. She's going to get older. She's going to get older. And guess what? You're going to get older and yeah. you're going to get stronger and you're going to get wiser and you're going to make more money. And he was saying how like in uh, according to a lot of uh, people that like compile this data that men and women sort of meet sexually, like they're equal in the sexual marketplace at about the age of 30. Like the decline for women is happening and the incline for men is happening. And if you think about it, it's totally true. There was this video that I saw the other day on um, somewhere where this this Italian millionaire, the dude is gray hair, obviously he's pretty fit, but he's an Italian millionaire. He was on a boat like dancing and like the guy that posted the video was like not not a single fuck given like the guy was just dancing <laughs> living it up on the boat yeah and like he's like walking down these stairs as he's dancing like to some salsa music yeah. he's just like having the greatest time yeah 
And guess what's like waiting for him? A row of like 15 like bent over chicks that are probably about like 19, 20, 21, yeah. all with their asses. And he's like playing the congos with their asses. Oh. Dude, so, so dude dude is a man of god we probably like i'm saying there's young guys there's there's guys that probably are in the gym every single day young on some like regular shit and dude is like 50 something years old and like the chick that like you're working out for to get like he's he has her because he's his age with his money his value yeah. The the it's it's a totally different thing. Yeah, it's like at a young age you're gonna have to have more so some you're gonna have to have wits about you to, to be able to give and like and women. like and like and like talking like yeah. yeah like you don't you know what I'm saying and then the word and then we live now more in a world where like hey guys everything is your fault toxic masculinity yeah. this is your fault that's your fault every so you have that compiled with damn like I'm young man I don't I fucking I don't. Dude, imagine, and that's why my heart goes out to some of these young kids. Imagine, like, we lived, like, for, like, kind of the lack of means that we had growing up. Imagine being in that situation, but imagine being alone. Oh, that sucks. You know, no, damn, I like, I don't I don't have any shoes. Like, fucking, I'm just home. Yeah, and, yeah. and, like, damn, that guy, he gets, damn, I like that girl, but she'll never talk. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. then nobody, and then now a lot of, like, men the generation that birthed these children they're not on shit like they don't have the intellect to like bob and weave through that yeah. shit like we might we might have the intellect to tell a kid like that like dude it gets so much better oh yeah but like you don't but a lot of guys they don't have the intellect so the no. just like, uh, you just gotta hang in there and, uh, take it day by day like that type of shit and see and, and that's the thing the, to me like you get older and, and i feel like a lot of this has been like on the rise a lot like a lot of like these coaches Men, more masculine figures on YouTube that are kind of you know laying down the blueprint of what is and what isn't, and which is important. But also, I feel like there should be more more of that for the women's side because, like, see, it's true. And and I go back to the to the fifty year old uh, comparison: the fifty year old man, the fifty year old woman. At fifty years old, you get a divorce. You're a woman. And all you cared about was a career, and 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 your and 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 your and and let's say your boyfriend or, or or not a divorce, but a breakup or a divorce. Mm -hmm. So you either bro bro broke up or, or or you divorced, and all you really had was well, I just worked for my career, and then just like enjoyment. That's fine, but what will you feel a void, or will you just be happy and content? If you're gonna be happy and content, or the more power to you. But you're saying that that's not the case no. almost ever. And that's where, like, the, the I don't know if you saw the Coach Red Pill video where he's about talking dating about... dating older women? Yeah, where he's talking about, like, how, how like, then you kind of... There's just those women that are just cougars. They'll go out, have them one-night stands, because ain't no man stick it out with you at, at 50 when when uh, what they're trying to do where you're meeting them at a club you know what i'm saying like yeah it's just not gonna happen and all the I guys the all the free. guys that might have at one point took you seriously they are older with families and careers exactly. and like they're 
It's a it's this void that it's gonna be unavoidable. You might you you the best you could hope for maybe is a guy in your age range to be like his side chick or his mistress if you look good. Yeah, yeah. That's probably like the best your best scenario, which is like fucking sad as fuck. Or a guy you could kind of manipulate a little bit more. Or a guy you can manipulate. Yeah, because he oh, did mention yeah. that. Yeah, uh, he, but but he was see the, now, th- that's why I disagreed with him. Right, I was gonna say something that I disagree. Go ahead because yeah. he said some wild ass shit. Yeah, there was actually quite a few things i was like what the fuck is this guy on but you know i, I just enjoy the, the shit that that he'll talk about i won't necessarily agree with everything he says but when he was talking about oh when you're young and you're with an older chick and i think that some some might be wrong with you and she'll be able to manipulate you no not really i don't no. think so i don't think i don't think like if i was i don't think if i was with a 50 year old she'll be able to manipulate me at all like there would be no manipulation happening because I'm too good at this. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. No. And, and then, you know, another I'm your thing. Pappy. Another thing he said <laughs> that was wild as fuck. He's like, yeah, and there's also no reason messing with an older girl if you're younger because the only time to have. Oh, it, no, he's not messing with. He said being in a relationship with an older girl if you're yeah. younger because the only point of a relationship is to have kids. And he's like, every man wants to have kids. And if you don't, you're gay. I was like, what? He the? said that? Yeah, he says well, that. Well, so when I'm... What Subconsciously, I'm thinking, I think... No, but what I'm thinking, like, so Leonardo DiCaprio is gay? Like, look at, like, oh, he's older dude, and... He's gay as the blazes. No, nah, yeah. hell no. Nah. That's what dude's I'm saying. fucking all types of models every that's time. That's what I'm saying. He don't he don't date older women, though? Like, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, like, seems to be very adamant about dating, like, much younger than him. Yeah. But he don't show any intent on wanting kids. And, like, that was the point this guy was trying to make that, oh, if you don't want kids... Which is sort of counterproductive and a little bit of little bit uh, of hypocrisy attached to that because then I think of a lot of his other videos and shit. Some of the shit that you warn men about, which I think you're doing a justice, by and large would suggest that you probably shouldn't have kids in the world that we live in today. Yeah. So like you're saying that a motherfucker, you're put, you're perpetuating messages. Yeah. Of like of like. Like it'll be the the equivalent of like a dad being like, yeah, you know, never never love a bitch, never trust a bitch, you know, don't get too attached to a bitch. But hey, when are you gonna give me a grandson? <laughs> well, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I, um, I'd be like, damn, your ass needs to be in a psych ward. Like never You're losing your fucking mind. Never because of everything you've fucking been telling me. I'll never give you one. Yeah. That type of shit. So it's the same thing with that. Like you're saying. Motherfuckers are gay because they don't want kids. Yeah, no, you gotta find the you. You really would have to be a situation where you guys really know who you who each other is. I mean, you know, like as 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 best as possible. Yeah. Where, oh, I know, I know where her intent is. I know what my my intent is, and if she hits the fan, that 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 won't rock the, at least a child's life. Yeah, that'll rock the 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 the, the at husbands. the same time not encumbering your life exactly. So yeah. it's that is not something I would say I would suggest. I, I would suggest even our generation has has answered that is like no, we're not having fucking kids. Shit is fucked up. We're fucked up out here, and I think that's just economics. Like, and then you add the the whole justice part of it. That it's so overwhelmingly biased yeah. towards women that it's like no 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 no, I'm straight. Now, I do see like if 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 
again, if, if if it's something true, like something for real, like something that's balanced, something, well, yeah, I, I could see like, well, shit, you know, why not have kids? But that's a scary endeavor, and that's never, that's never something I would tell someone. Oh yeah, yeah you, oh you're some type of fag if you're not having yeah, kids. What's wrong with I you? I felt like that was pretty extreme. Yeah. So so yeah, he he does have like those moments that are kind of outlandish. Yeah. And I I kind of attribute that to the fact that like his videos are are, are put in a way that it's like like a rant. Yeah. Like he just rants. Yeah. So I would I would say when you look at that shit, you got because like, he, he even talks about like a part where he was talking about in the video where where uh, he said something which is kind of explicit in a way. He's like, yeah, well, I guess I'll check the editing room and we'll see if we'll keep it or not. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, you probably should check the editing room on some of the stuff you say. Yeah. Because it is a little bit, for, for someone, like you said, that perpetuates one thing, it's a little bit, um, what's the word? Counterproductive. Counterproductive, but also like, you're not being very responsible. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of irresponsible to 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 confuse because that is yeah, confusing. That, there are kids out good, there. Yeah, that's a very good assessment of it. Like, what, at what it. point do you take responsibility for the things that you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, question: How much do you think a person should be held to in terms of their past? Yeah, personally and professionally. It, it depends on where they're at in the present. So that would tell me a lot. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? So okay, like, All right, let, 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 it'll be easier if I give you an example. Let's say the issue of, because we brought, this got brought up when we were having this conversation and it, it raised a little bit of eyebrows and it was a, sort of a funny thing, yeah. but we're talking about how Mia Khalifa is engaged. And yeah. I guess originally... Her boyfriend or a fiance didn't know about her porn past. I'm sure he's well aware of it. Well, he yeah. is well aware of it now because she says that in the in the interview or whatever. Like something like that. Like so, you meet this girl, you have no idea that she has a porno past. Yeah, she had. You knew she had a porno hat, but, <laughs> yeah, but not a porno past. And so then true. and then it's just like you had a porno hat, and now I've verified. I should have put two and two together. <laughs> Um, just the fact that I, I, now, okay, caveat, because I think this does matter. She told you, you didn't find out anywhere else. She sat you yeah. down to dinner one night and like, Hey, I got to tell you something. I'm not a, a betting man. Like I, I, I'll, I'll bet like on a fight or something, you know, and I don't really count it cause I've always bet on Mayweather. So <laughs> dude <You> always win. <laughs> wins. <laughs> So I won money, but like I'm not like a gambling man. Like, I'm yeah. not a. You're not gonna see me gambling. I'm actually very conservative when it comes to that. Reason being is I don't like red flags, and red flags make me uncomfortable. And that's gonna take a lot of time. Taking a lot of time, women aren't very good at that. Uh, being patient, which I understand. They got a biological clock. So, um, my my, I wouldn't, or or at least let's let's let, let me reword that. I would already kind of be like, okay, I don't like this. I'm probably this probably won't work. Be a huge red flag. Yeah, it would be a huge red flag. I can't say that I would 
completely remove myself, but I would, I would, it would be kind of like a foot out the door now. So like, okay, now, now you, now there's, there's a lot of questions here. Reason being is again, when you gamble, you either win big or you, or, or you lose a lot. So I, I'm not. In most cases, you lose. Yeah, yeah, and in, in most cases, you do lose. It's set up for you to. To for, for you the have suckers, to think, just think about the odds. The house never loses. Yeah. So somebody has to lose. Exactly. So so it's like I don't I don't play with that shit. Um, and again, due to the fact that the slew of of things that could go wrong, and uh, that could just be one red flag. You know, where are you financially? Because I mean, you do inherit things. I'm not saying you need to be making money, but it's like shit. Are you gonna be a burden? Are you gonna slow me down? Yeah, because obviously th- that's one thing. Like once you're in a relationship, you you're in a relationship. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there should be no questions. Like oh shit, let, let's get out of this shit together. So it's like that. Th- that's one thing. Your past is another. Um, the uncertainty already that exists with with th- the cultural ambiance of it all yeah which is all it adds another layer to it exactly like oh get them for child support you know oh, oh uh, uh you weaponize your your, your child against yeah. him when he pisses you so off now that's that's personal yeah you're a boss you find this this girl she let's say the same example you're a sports broadcaster or whatever let's say you run a sports bra uh sports uh podcast she comes in she seems qualified you don't know that she has a porn past. She does. Do you look at it the same way or you look at it differently? There's definitely, there's definitely, uh, it's not an easy hire anymore. Right. See, because, I mean, come on. You're attractive. If it helps that she's Middle Eastern, she has that exotic look. She has a nice rack. I mean, if, if if you've ever been to a Macy's or a Carson's, you know that the attractive people they get put, put them in the front. Yeah, yeah they'll go here, here, just stay there, stand, stand there, and so that's always good. Like just like an attractive man, an attractive woman. Now it's like the feedback of like like what we were talking about. Is, like is what you bring to the table worth exactly everything that we're yeah. And then and then it's like well shit, that definitely. It's something that would weigh on on me. Obviously, you know, like I don't know the extent of her skills. I know she's into sports. Obviously, that's why her titty got busted watching a hockey game. She she attends sporting events. I've seen that she talks about it a lot, but I I don't. It would also depend on the like. Does the skill and the viewership will it equate to like quality? Because because yeah. like I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. You were sucking Ray J's dick once, and now like you're a full blown businesswoman down for your man. I mean, like you got kids, you like, you got a family. Like, yeah, God that, damn, you you went a long way. Like, I gotta say, yeah. I respect, I respect yeah, the, that the, the was, progression. That was like a crazy ass progression. Yeah, wasn't it? like you're down for your man, kids, mom, like wife, like businesswoman. Fuck. Yeah, that's that you just kind of fucking made my brain itch a little bit. Like it's kind of like whoa. So so it's but like that doesn't have that's not like common. Yeah, yeah, and see with her, I I could see that, and I think that's the thing where Kanye comes in. Like he has an eye for like exceptionalism, so he probably like 
Cause I did we I think we all thought it was sort of a funny move, like Kim K's past. Yeah. We all thought like him rocking with her was a funny move, but Kanye does have an like I mean Kanye resurrected Pusha T, who right now is like in the top three of rappers right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he has an eye for now, nah, like there's great potential here. Yeah. And and see also too, like the market that she's in. Ain't no motherfucker watching keeping up with the Kims. Or the fucking Kardashians, rather. The Kims. The Kardashians. Now, you're in a market where it's masculine as fuck. Men are into sports. Yeah. that's that's You're dealing with brash motherfuckers. Yeah, it's a different thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll titty fuck the shit out this bitch. Oh, man. This, this, and that. Like, motherfuckers don't say shit like that. Yeah. So, it's like, it's, 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 it's kind of complicated due to the fact that, like, this is a... And I'm not saying women don't watch sports, but that's just a male-dominated like Thing, viewership. Yeah. Like motherfuckers care about that shit. We've said to a fault, really. Yeah. Because what does what the fuck does the 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 Bears or, or the Chargers or the Patriots winning a Super Bowl do for you? Yeah, yeah. Besides it just is make to you a happy. Fault. Like it's nice. It's a nice entertainment thing, but like people that get so wrapped up in it, like. I mean, if you get wrapped up in it, but then get wrapped up in other more informative, productive things, that's cool. But just to be wrapped up in that and not know shit about anything else, no. Nah. There, there's been games, because uh, as, as you guys know, and if you don't, I'm a Chargers fan. I'll miss that shit in a heartbeat to do an episode. Oh, yeah, 100%. We've been doing episodes. The Patriots are playing the fucking, I don't know, the fucking Dolphins. Which that's always a good game. And getting busy. And you never you. cared. No. You're here doing the episode. It's like we obviously don't but then there's those guys that every Sunday Oh no, I can't, bro. Yeah. God, yeah. And then it's just, you know, they're gonna get their twenty four pack, they're gonna watch every game, and it's like, well shit, pr- productiveness, you need it. But that's beside the point. We fucking strafed away. So to close out the episode, you wanna ask that question that we were going over as and then that article that the article was uh based off of. Yep. So the question is, and actually, it ends up being a statement. Oh, a statement. Okay. But but um, but I I'll ask it as a. I'll ask it as a question: Is marrying for love, one big mistake? Love and only love. Yes. And, that's basically where we left off so it was like oh love only love and then we ended up reading the article because it does make a big difference yeah because at first the article does seem like it's saying at first fuck love never cared about it but then as it goes on what she's really saying is no love should be present and even if love is the more dominant emotion that's okay it's just that that can't be the only emotion because yeah. logic has to be part of it. Yeah. And then, you know, she goes into all the statistics about the divorce rate and and everything like that. And I think that's relevant because it sort of does tie into like the whole Mia Khalifa thing and like. I think sometimes, like, women and their emotion, men are guilty of it, too. But in this case, it's a woman, so we'll go with that. Her emotion about the situation, how she pretty much wishes that she could wave a magic wand and, like, you know, let her past be forgotten by all 
is a very emotional thing, an emotional sentiment, really void of any realism or logic. And I'd imagine, and she does sort of talk about it in the interview, and I imagine it goes even deeper than this, that like what made her get into porn was her insecurity. So she said she got to to high school and 9-11 popped off. Really, if it, the the lineage of what she said, she said that she got into porn pretty much because of nine eleven, Jesus, which is wild as fuck. So anyway, she said at the time she was in school, nine eleven popped off, and like pretty much she got like all the the hate. Oh, you fucking terrorist! This, that, and the other. Like yeah. all all the ignorance that can come with 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 shit like that. Yeah, and uh, and so she started to feel very self-conscious, very insecure. No guys liked her. And I guess she started like losing massive, a, a massive amount of weight. And I guess she was getting some attention previous to all of that because I guess she's always had big knockers. Yeah. But like when she was losing her weight and obviously they were natural, the knockers started to droop and she just didn't look good or she didn't feel like she looked good. Yeah. So... She saved up whatever little money she could. I think she was in college at the time, she was saying. And then she flew to Miami because she couldn't afford the Beverly Hills uh, surgery. So she went to Miami, which was like the next best thing. Yeah. And she did that. So she was there in Miami, got the, the boob job. And I don't know if she got any other work done. And then was like on the beach with a bikini. And a muffler came up to her and be like, oh, man, you look good. Like you should model. Well, she did some research and she found it was like not modeling. It was some porn shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here we are. And so she she goes in. But if you look at it, every single decision was based off of emotion. Yeah. The the tit job, the the my the, the whole everything, like my insecurities, my everything. Yeah. It's all based off of emotion. And like, there's nothing wrong with emotion. Emotion is good. In, and in no lo- logic, really. Huh. And no logic. Emotion and no logic, exactly. And so what you were bringing up about like the whole red flag thing is like what you're talking about, like the porn star past or whatever. If you were totally logical in that situation, yeah, you would get the fuck out of Dodge. If you were totally emotional in that situation, you wouldn't care about the porn star past. Oh, I love you so much. It doesn't matter. But the balance of emotion and logic is, okay. I'm going to see how this plays out, but I need to take a step back exactly. for my protection and for everything. Like I gotta, that's the balance. That's the balance response. And so that's what in this article, the author of the article is suggesting is that marriages be more based off of balance because it is true. The whole just, you you know, to keep the, the example going, Oh, like the, the chick has a porno past and yeah. it's just like, well, Okay, there's follow-up questions to this exactly. because like that's you a fucking like, rabbit hole. That's a rabbit exactly. That's a big rabbit hole. And like I don't know if I could logically commit to something like this. Because yeah. to be quite honest, I don't know if you can logically commit to me. I don't know what kind of issues you have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I answer the way that I do that. Like, no, just love is not. And then also just love in the sense of like the life that you build because when you find out when you're fucking broke love won't get you on the bus like 50 cent says Hell like yeah. like the beyond the, the honest truth is like if we're gonna build a life 
a little bit more than love is going to be required. It's going to be planning. Yeah. It's going to be that like you don't jump ship and like skip out of the plan when things get rocky because love will do that. Love will be like, oh, well, I met somebody else that I'm in love with. Uh, so fuck the plan that we had. Like this is. And this is a crazy st- uh, statistic. 7% in the 1900s was the percentage of, of divorces. By 1945, when this whole cultural shift became all oh, love, 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 what was it, 50, 50%, no, 45% of marriages were already, it would, it would end in divorce. Which, and, and then obviously uh, she talks about, which I'm, I don't even want to say her name because I'm a butcher, a raw Ilabukchewu, I, I apologize, but this is the author of the of the of the thing. She's saying that's when most American women were and, and men were kind of going off of like, well, I'm not gonna really pay attention to what my family wants. Yeah. I love this person. I love this person. Another and, statistic, and, and and that's thing. And and if you notice, a lot of times when the family doesn't approve of the person, you f- tend to see that it doesn't work out in most cases yeah yeah because they have your best interest in mind it's kind of like yeah you know really yeah yeah they're kind of seeing it more logically yeah whereas you're Look, stuck in the honeymoon an, phase motion of it yeah which is crazy another uh statistic that i thought was crazy was 53 percent of marriages just in general are arranged yeah, and, I was like, what it, the and fuck? she was saying not so much in like Western culture and civilization, but around the world. But if you think about it, the more successful people, they don't necessarily arrange their marriages, but it is in a way like, oh, how's your daughter? Or oh, my son's this age. Oh, like, you know what? We should get them together. Like that type of shit. Because yeah. these people know how costly divorces can be. How a divorce can really destroy a legacy and a lineage that was built decades before motherfuckers were even like thought of on some Game of Thrones. On some shit. Game of Thrones shit. Yeah. It's like there's a lot attached to this, yep. and so we need we need this t- to work in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it ought to. And so it's funny, and it's it, and it, it reminds me of like what you were saying earlier about how like you have all these. Like guys, older guys that are on YouTube uh, talking to men, like Coach Red Pill and and stuff like that, and how you suggested that there should be something like that for women. I think that that's why, like, it's so like modern women are starting to like realize like the fallacies of a lot of like the feminist shit that they've been like told and and things that have been perpetuated and stuff like that. And I'm I'm not talking about like. First wave or second wave feminist feminism. I'm talking about like like this yeah. this like later stage feminism, where like it's just like complete and other like wildness. Um, they're realizing that, and then also like the shame that like used to kind of come attached to certain behaviors yeah. is being removed. So now it's kind of like. Darwinism is going to take place. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy you said that. Yeah, I was about to say, like, nature is going to be like, all right, well, you motherfuckers can't, obviously can't handle this, so, like, let me step in and, and like, like clear some shit up. Yeah. Because, for instance, there was this, this uh, the other day I was in, in a 7-Eleven, 
and I saw, I heard the song playing. I, I, I want to say it was like Ariana Grande, which I don't see what the craze over like that skinny anorexic chick is. I don't find her attractive at all. But anyway, no. like everybody's like all like crazy over her. And then she's even said some about like, like I'll even like have sex with your dad or it was like some like real raunchy ass shit that was just like, yeah. God damn. Like if I had a daughter. I don't. I don't know if I'd let her listen to the radio, like, like, cause yeah, it's, cause, cause, cause some of this shit. But anyway, anyway, like, a lot of older men, a lot of older men, like the whole like daddy's little girl, daddy's little girl can do no wrong. They don't like put that like that level of of awareness into their daughters, like in the older days they would like. Yeah. While you're living under my roof, you can't come home under eight. I don't care. I, after eight, I don't care how old you are, this, that, and the other. Because yeah. I think there was a wisdom before that that men and women sort of knew that if so much goes unchecked, this could like lead to like a lead to like a lifetime of just really like negative outcomes. Yeah. And then as a result, you know, the women that that were more. Well, which you're see, you see it now. We we covered this not long ago. Like women that have lived more conservative lifestyles, yeah, are by and large a lot happier than more liberal women. Yeah, and, and a lot more uh, attractive to and men. attractive, to, mind you, yeah. because you know obviously there's like the reduction of stress. There's, you know, it's it's, it's a more consolidated life. I'm gonna ask you a question, have, and it's it's so fucking terrible because like. I don't care, so I don't even know how the fuck I know, but I just found it very interesting. Did you hear about Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth splitting? I did. Okay. So And and I heard about that because I was watching uh uh the Roaming Millennial. Like yeah. well she now goes by uh, Lauren Chen, her name and like her pseudo intellectual show, and they were talking about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so so it, it's it was interesting. It is. It is a it's sort of an interesting situation. And it reminds me of this because, like, I've always looked at uh, Miley Cyrus and I'm like, this trash. Bitch, yeah, trash. Like, yeah. bitch, I'll run through you and I'm out the fucking house before you can even say goodbye. That's what, uh, well, remember that line where, where Jay Z was like, uh, 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 something oh. while Miley Cyrus is still twerking? Like, pretty much saying, yeah. like, I got to do all this hard ass work because. That's like what's being like left to my daughters. Yeah, I got it. So you know what I'm saying. So it's and and it's like the whole song. He's like hustling and like talking all this great ass shit. Yeah, and then but then he like throws that in there, pretty much saying first off it lets you know like what he thinks of her. Yeah, and and because I mean she's always been trashy, and then but then secondly, it's one of those things where he's kind of sort of looking at the philosophical landscape and be like, yeah, motherfucker gotta hustle yeah. and gotta be great because yeah. there's that shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's why that was my favorite song on that album. Yeah. I don't care. It was so short and that's the only thing that pisses me off is that song encapsulates all of that. But this is where I get kind of annoyed, which is that Liam Hemsworth supposedly, like there's like, uh, there was rumors that they were saying that that he still wants to be with her. And it's like, dude, it's well, men like you. 
Well, fuck thing, it up. Right. But the thing is, you got to understand, too, there's, I'm sure there's some sort of level of, like, logically, yeah, he's all fucked up. Like, yeah. it's, but I'm sure there's a level of, of investment and emotional attachment. Yeah. So it's one of those things that, like, yeah, from the perspective on the outside looking in, you're like, damn, man, this bitch, like, because she was, like, on a boat kissing some chick yeah. and, like, all kind of, like, 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 done. It's like yeah, like dude, like you know what I'm saying. You want to like still like marry and and that's and that that's the thing, man. Like she kind of had like a crazy past, and and so it's another thing is like how much of that should really and and that's why it, again it brings up the question like how much should like the past be applied because exactly. it's like you don't want to hold a person to their past or judge them yeah. but then like when you hear of some of the things you're like damn like and i don't know you're kind of fucking unstable yeah and i don't know dude so i can't sit here and talk shit and all that but it's just it's not a good look man like get your shit together like and then and then like you're not the dude's not an ugly guy it's like dude why are you acting like there ain't a fucking marketplace in this shit. Like you got high no, he, value. Oh yeah, like he like he has no shortage of options. That's it's what just I'm I think it's a mixture of like whatever time and effort he might have invested into her already. Yeah. And like some sort of emotional emotional attachment. But that's where like it's just good to like totally separate, split, take that bitch off your social media. Don't So then my question is at, at what point like okay. If I was able to see, because I saw a lot of red flags in her, just not even the fucking, like, her career, but just, like, like the way she talks brother, to her you dad. You would have been, like, hell no. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, what, you, what the fuck? Quit. Peace. Yeah. Uh, as they say, I pump feel. and dump. Yeah. Like, like I would have, because, like, I, I, like, even, I couldn't even see the dynamic between her and her dad is not a good one. Yeah. She's, like, real bratty. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, to me, like, this was just such, she was a very easy no uh, character analysis yeah. to me like oh yeah this this is like nowhere near dating or or if you're dating it's just some fun shit and like you know this is not really date like like being with them saying yeah and and definitely no marriage come yeah. on now like like if liam was like my brother he was like yeah you know i'm hitting this ah decent like fuck it keep it going but like for a while, and I'm not saying like you know I don't yeah, know. Don't it, marry her. It's just like get the fuck out of Dodge when she starts talking. Yeah, like, oh no, because so like, so what's your question? You the, have you have the the oh oh yeah shit we got into all this shit and then and then I forgot my question is why do you think that maybe a guy like him didn't see the signs because like and 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 I asked that because he's a millennial like us. And and like I don't know I just feel he might have it, it perpet perplexes he know, me I, he might have very well seen the signs sometimes there's a level of of denial that goes with it sometimes there's a level of you could change the person sometimes there's a level of the person will change for you like you don't necessarily seek out to change them yeah. So it could have been, it could have been that he might have saw the signs. He might have been like, "Damn!" But you know what I'm saying? Because to the, I think sometimes the past is the past. I think, but then you, when the past starts to muddy the present, is when it's starting to be like, "Okay, well, I was forgiving of this, and I could deal with this, but now, like, I'm not seeing a light at the end of the tunnel." 
So you don't know. And then you don't, you also don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. The dynamic, I guess. Their dynamic, exactly. Like their relationship, their situation, like that has a lot to do with it too. But, you know, so that he might have saw the signs. Maybe he did. Or maybe he's like one of like these, these Hollywood liberals that just feels like none of that matters, which is a silly notion. Yeah. Oh, it it doesn't matter. Like no, nah, like it does everything now. it it tells a story. It does now, Liam. It tells a story like yeah. like the things that and and a guy's past tells a story too. Like yeah, the things yeah. that like, you were willing to do or 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 just like little things like that. It's just Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, it it, it like you said it paints a picture, it paints a you can't get rid of it. Yeah. To an extent. Like, well, you're going to have to answer for it. Like, because, I mean, answering and atoning for some shit, it's like, okay, well, that's understandable. People make mistakes. But but her her marketplace value, though, is like, no homo, I would imagine, like, way less than his, though. Like, yeah, I think yeah. at this point, like, she's kind of at, pl- at the place where, like, she'll probably get boyfriends, but, like, it'll yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm fucking Miley Cyrus, and, like, that's it. Whereas, yeah. like... He is like at a place where he could still easily get like some like really good like wife or like you know yeah, or yeah. date for a while some like badass chicks and then find a wife like he's yeah. in a better place than she is logically speaking. But I I, I think like he's probably in some sort of emotional place where he's like thinking about it. and then too that's what the news says because like you know the news always like especially like with the like liberal ass left wing biased ass media. They like to celebrate her type of behavior. So she's yeah. probably like that could be some ploy. He could probably be like right now his brother Chris Hemsworth is probably like, dude, are you really trying to get back with this bitch? And he's like, nah, hell no. Nah. Like that might be really that might really be what's going on. But the media will be like, oh, Liam still loves Miley after all her mistakes because the media loves that shit. Like the media yeah. loves women can make all the mistakes. Fucks everybody. The guy still loves her. Like they <laughs> woman fucks entire town. Guy still loves her like that. They they <laughs> like that type of shit, like that beta male cuck ass shit. Yeah. So that might not even be true. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He might hey, be you like make a very valid point. He with might that. he might be like, what? I already got. Yeah. I'm 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 already dating fucking. Uh, I'm already knee deep in some pussy. Yeah, like some other like decent ass. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you don't. We don't know all the schematics. But if it is indeed true that he's still like trying to rock with her, I just imagine it's like some emotional stuff. Yeah. But if he has like a good counsel and like he has half a brain, you work out of the emotion and yeah. like you find something else and like you know you you be well, good. Well, I hope his war council is as good as mine. (laughs) Doubtful. (laughs) All right, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The episode does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Stitcher, we're on Apple, we're on Google. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. We're also on Instagram. We don't do a lot on Instagram, but if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at Hanging With Apes. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.